Welcome to Shabbat Shalom. This is your host, Sam Frankart, and this is episode 38. We're in chapter 11 today, and we'll be studying verses 15 through 19. This is going to be a little bit of a shorter episode today, just because we only have a few verses. Um, But yeah, let's jump into it. So starting in verse 15. The seventh angel sounded his trumpet, and there were loud voices in heaven, which said, The kingdom of the world has become the kingdom of our Lord and of his Messiah, and he will reign forever and ever. And the twenty-four elders, who were seated on their thrones before God, fell on their faces and worshipped God, saying, We give thanks to you, Lord God Almighty, the one who is and who was, because you have taken your great power and have begun to reign. The nations were angry, and your wrath has come. The time has come for judging the dead and for rewarding your servants, the prophets, and your people who revere your name, both great and small, and for destroying those who destroy the earth. Then God's temple in heaven was opened, and with his temple was seen the Ark of his Covenant, and there came flashes of lightning, rumbles, peals of thunder, an earthquake, and a great hailstorm. So we read in verse 15 that the seventh angel sounded his trumpet. And so we read back in Revelation chapter 8 about the seventh seal and how that resulted in a profound silence. And here in this chapter, in chapter 11, the seventh trumpet results in shouting, singing, and joy. The seventh trumpet begins here and will last through Revelation 12:17. The sound of this trumpet being blown announces the arrival of the king. Zechariah prophesied about this in Zechariah 14:9 when he wrote, "And the Lord will be king over all the earth. On that day there will be one Lord; his name alone will be worshiped." The announcement of the reign of the king occurs here in verse 15, but Jesus' final triumph over the world doesn't happen until he returns. We'll read about that in Revelation 19, verse 11. The trumpet ushers in the beginning of the triumph, the beginning of the end times. As a result, there's singing in heaven. The loud voices declare that the world has become the kingdom of our Lord. In ancient Greek grammar, the verb tense used here indicates an absolute certainty about Jesus' coming and reign, even before the fact is accomplished. And then we'll read verse 16 and 17. And the twenty-four elders, who were seated on their thrones before God, fell on their faces and worshipped God, saying, We give thanks to you, Lord God Almighty, the one who is and who was, because you have taken your great power and have begun to reign. So in this verse, we read that we give you thanks. And this thanksgiving isn't to thank God that he has already done this, but that the hour has come for it to take place, that these things are permanently set in motion. This worship is directed towards Jesus. And as we continue in this song that the elders are singing as they're worshiping, verse 18, they continue saying, the nations were angry and your wrath has come. And it says the nations were angry, and, and that kind of stood out to me as I was studying. And angry in Greek is orgiso, or however you pronounce that, which actually means wrath. And we see this word used multiple places in the New Testament. It's also in a few places in the Old Testament. One of the instances in the Old Testament is Numbers 25.3, which says, So Israel aligned itself with Baal of Peor, and the Lord's anger burned against Israel. The word anger here is the Hebrew word op, which is literally translated as nose or nostril. And there's a really fun podcast episode by The Bible Project where they dig into this word super in depth. 
It's covered in episodes 216 and 217. In the episode that they talk about this, they look at the anger of God in the flood. The connection I want to make here is that the anger we read about in Revelation is referring to mankind, and the anger that's connected to is the anger of God in the Old Testament. That episode I'm talking about from the Bible Project, I will link that in the show notes for you if you want to check that out a little bit more. It talks just about how the nose or the nostril, when someone gets angry, you see how it flares and and how sometimes that's preceded by patience and just how the word anger and nose are so connected in the Hebrew language. And, and so they dig into that. So I encourage you to check that out. Psalm 2, 1 through 3 is another place in the Old Testament that's connected to this song. It says, Why do the nations rage and the people imagine a vain thing? The kings of the earth set themselves and the rulers take counsel together against the Lord and against his anointed. There was a partial fulfillment of this at the first coming of Jesus, but the main anger of the nations now comes to a higher level. Verse 18 says that the nations were angry and the Lord's wrath has come. The base word of both angry and wrath are the same. The people were angry and the Lord was angry. The difference with the anger is motivation. The people were angry because they didn't want to follow the Lord. They didn't want to receive his words in his way. They wanted to live for themselves. The Lord, in his patience and steadfast love, became angry for their constant rebellion. The result is found in the next part of verse 18, where it says, The time has come for judging the dead. Let's look at verse 19. Then God's temple in heaven was opened, and within his temple was seen the ark of his covenant. And there came flashes of lightning, rumblings, peals of thunder, an earthquake, and a great hailstorm. So my dad did a study on Revelation, and something he wrote specifically about this verse has to do with the Ark of the Covenant. He said, The viewing of the Ark gives reassurance to the Jewish nation that God is going to keep his promises. And so we see this in in the book of Revelation, this Ark that we read about all the way back in Exodus. And just that connection there is really cool. And then we also read that there were lightnings, noises, thunders, an earthquake, great hail, and this awesome phenomenon at the opening of the temple and the revelation of the ark show that the presence of the Lord is there. And it also points back to God's manifested presence in Mount Sinai, which we read about in Exodus 19, 16 through 19. So like I said, super short episode today, just a few verses to cover. We'll be getting into chapter 12 next week and a little bit of an update on me. I am still at my parents' house in Arkansas for now. I'll be heading down to Texas for a couple of weeks. And so my next episode will probably be coming to you from the great state of Texas. I'm excited to head down there and spend some time with friends and and catch up. So really looking forward to it. I hope you are having a great summer. Thanks again for listening. And yeah, this is all we have for today. So we'll pick up next week with chapter 12. Check out the show notes for a link to a commentary from David Guzik on Revelation 11, as well as other commentaries and that podcast that I recommended to learn more about what anger means in the Old Testament. You can find me on Instagram at Sam Frankart. Until then, Shabbat Shalom. Maranatha.